This is a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com. Heritage Heroes. Discovering the heritage where you live. Wherever you live, there's treasure to be discovered. Not just golden gems, but stories of buildings, locations and people. Our heritage is a great wealth and it's all around us. Sometimes standing proud in the open air, sometimes hidden behind some bushes. And to help find it, we're looking for Heritage Heritage Heroes. Could you be one? A heritage hero? Bring it on! Now, we already know that buildings are great places to learn about the heritage of where you live. And talking of learning, it's time to go back to school. Schools, colleges and universities, they're all places that can tell us something about our heritage. It's been compulsory to go to school since the late 1800s. And a clue to that is the huge number of Victorian and Edwardian schools. Tall brick buildings with large windows in the classrooms. They often had carvings to show which entrance was for girls and which for boys. Can you spot these carvings on any schools near you? Many early schools were established by the church, who had a vision that every parish had a school for the education of poor children. By 1900, there were 5,700 state and 14,000 church-funded schools. And even today, 25% of primary schools have a Church of England foundation. Another early type was industrial schools, where children were housed to keep them away from bad influences at home, fed, clothed, educated at an elementary level and given some industrial or agricultural training. But not all school buildings are old, right? Many schools had to be rebuilt after the Second World War and loads of new ones were built because of the growing population and an older school leaving age. These post-war schools were made of more modern materials. They were often boxy, using glass, metal and prefabricated materials. They might not look new now, but after the austerity of war... They must have seemed very shiny and modern. Imagine what it would be like being the first pupil in a new school after the misery of war. Whilst your school may have been built or rebuilt recently, its history might be old. Why not find out how old your school is and when it was originally built? Have the buildings changed over the years? Why might that have been? Your school may have pictures and documents you can look at. Cool! Before becoming compulsory, not everyone would have gone to school especially if you weren't rich. What happened to poor children and their families? Looking after the poor, the infirm and elderly is something society has always done and we can find clues in other buildings. Come on, let's explore! Today, if you're sick or injured, you go to a hospital. In medieval times, it was monasteries and churches who cared for the sick and disabled. And when bespoke hospitals began to be built in the 1800s, many were small, hardly bigger than cottages. Maybe that's why I've seen some that are called cottage hospitals. Places called almshouses were developed from hospitals. They were built to provide long-term shelter for the disabled and aged. In time, they became a common feature in many towns. Perhaps there's one where you live. Another place for caring for the sick were sanatoriums. These were built in the early 20th century with architectural features that enhanced exposure to sunlight and fresh air, vital for those recovering from the scourge of tuberculosis. What about workhouses? I've heard that in Victorian times, if you were too sick to work or poor and couldn't find a job, you'd end up in one. Workhouses were places to sleep and be fed. 
but if you were in any way able, you'd have to work hard, like crushing rocks or bones, or working in the fields. They were meant to be a way to help the poor and prevent crime and begging, but often caused more harm than good. Amazingly, the last workhouse was only closed in 1948. Whilst most workhouse buildings no longer exist, some do and have been converted into homes, shops and offices. If you go to workhouses.org.uk, you can search an interactive map to find any workhouses in your area. If they're still standing, why not have a look? Imagine what life might have been like if that was your home. So now, it's over to you. Here's three heritage hit list tips of things to look for to help you find out about the place where you live. Take it away. Have a look at your school and others in the area. How old are they? How can you tell? Did they have separate entrances for boys and girls? Or perhaps the teachers? See if there are any cottage hospitals, almshouses or sanatoriums that you can explore. Remember, if people live there, ask for their permission first. And was there a workhouse where you live? Is the building still there? And what's it used for today? Three great tips of things to look out for when you're out and about. See how many you can spot and you could download a Heritage Hero Certificate. Sounds good. Count me in. I've always liked the idea of being a superhero. And what's cooler than being a heritage hero? Heritage Heroes! An inspiring audio production for fun kids, created with support from the National Lottery Heritage Fund. Find out more at funkidslife.com slash heritage. So that was a podcast from the children's radio station Fun Kids. Listen on DAB Digital Radio across the UK or online at funkidslive.com.